Hello and welcome everyone to episode 107 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I am your host, Jake Barros, and this week I am joined by my fellow gamers, Brody. Hello. Medi. Hello, everybody. And Matthew. Hello. Man, Medi, you have not been on a podcast for a while. How you been, man? Well, it's been, uh... So it's, it's been just a mess, man. It's been uh, way oh, too hectic. It's good to be back. It's really good to be back. You um, you said before that you've got some time now to get back into some gaming and come back into the gaming world. Have you got a Have you got a lineup of games you're already going to jump into? Uh, basically my Steam library. So that's going to be nice. uh, basically keep me busy till the end of time. So it's going to be yeah, uh, yeah, well, it's going to be great. Well, that's <laughs> Didn't they just have a sale? Did you buy any like mad Steam stuff? Uh, I bought the Half-Life collection, so now I own every single Half-Life game. So that alone nice. should be about two weeks for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, good to hear. Well, good to have you back, man. Well, before we jump into the first topic of today, let me just cover off what we will be doing. We have some t- Nintendo news in here. We have some, uh, I don't know, I've called this like general chat as well. It's a pretty kind of interesting topic, as well as some news on consoles. And maybe if we get some time, what the wiki will be coming back this week. But before we jump into all of that, let's get underway with some Overwatch news. Do we have any Overwatch fans in the house? No. 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 Great. Awesome. So I'm sure we'll all be like so ecstatic about this. But anyway, the much anticipated Doomfist character is finally uh, on their way. No, they've made their way onto uh, Overwatch. They have released, they've got the release video with the introduction of Doomfist uh, with his massive cybernetic glove. If you guys are interested, there's a whole article on our website, pressstart.com.au. It goes into. uh, uh, quite a, well, not in depth, but you know, it's got some information there, plus the video for you guys to watch. Uh, in short, he does have some short-range attacks with some uh, shotgun-like bursts from his gauntlet. Sounds very exciting. Um, but since we aren't really massive uh, Overwatch fans, I thought I'd pose this question to you guys, Matt. I feel like I should swing this to you first. If you were an Overwatch character. What would your name and main power be? And if that's too hard for yourself, feel free to give someone else in the podcast today the, uh, the I guess, a name and, and their power as well. Oh, that's that's a tough one. Uh, I, the, the, name, the name's the one that stumps me. Um, like, I think my power would have to be, you know, I'd have the ability to walk through walls and stuff. That'd be really cool. Okay. So... But you'd have to, like, if I was a character like that, you'd have to nerf my power because, like, walking through walls is a pretty big hack. So, you know, like, you'd have to limit my damage ability. Um, So, yeah, I just just don't know what my name would be, but I reckon, like, having the power to walk through walls would be pretty sick, so... What about Creep Man? So, like, I don't know, Phantasmo or something? Phantasmo. Wow, you went, like, real, like... I was just (laughs) thinking, like, Stalker or... Or something like no, that. No, because then, like, that, you know, conflicts my, with my real-life personality, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fair um, enough, fair enough. Yeah. No, I I think that's that's the first thing that comes to mind, so I reckon that'd be a pretty sick power, is to, like, you know, run through walls, and I don't know if, like, if it was close combat, but I had to run through walls, that way, like, you know, 
you had to run through walls and actually get up close to people to attack them because then, you know, you haven't got a sort of a defensive fallback that, you know, you've got to run, otherwise you'll get shot or whatever. So, you know, okay, frozen okay, okay. or, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Brody, what about you? Um, I reckon I would be some sort of mechanical man okay. who can change himself into a turret. Ooh. And I'd call myself Bastion. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think that's already a thing. I mean, I haven't really played Overwatch what? too much. Yeah. You're kidding. God. What are the I, odds? You had me first. I was like, man, he, this is quite good and then <laughs> there we go i should work for blizzard any um any other thought though on an original idea um i don't know maybe a play on my last name or something like that like my last name's gibbons which is obviously uh, a type of monkey so maybe i could be some sort of little monkey character or something we mm. could call you ape uh, escape uh, yeah and oh. i can throw like banana bombs Shannon or something like that you. he would okay yeah. ape escape with banana bombs i yeah. like that like Something that. like that. Why not? Okay. Maddie, Little Gibby. Not sure naming wise, but for for my super, I would probably have the most annoying move ever. Mm. Like basically, when I use it, the controls for all the players directly around me would be inverted. <laughs> so basically, my power would just be to fuck with the actual players. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty good. I don't know, guys. Suggestions for Maddie's name then? Flipside. Uh, oh, flipside. Ooh, I like Ooh. that one. Ooh, it sounds like something that'd be in Overwatch. So that's great. Yeah. Well, that's I like good. that one. I'm actually quite impressed. I was thinking for myself. Once again, I don't know what my name would be, the but I'm thinking because I. I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> but now that you said it, I'm like, hmm, maybe, yeah, baby maker. And I could throw babies at my enemies, but... It's just like yeah. a, a bipedal penis. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the Overwatch wow. fandoms would go crazy. Oh, yeah. Look, I was I was thinking something a little bit more G-rated, like, because we'll, I wear, we'll edit that. We'll wear edit that. hats all the time. So, like, I'll, I might have, like, a Mario thing going on where I, like, throw my hat at people. Um... But that was it. But I actually like the baby maker a little bit more. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. If baby you, maker. If you had the hat power, though, what would what would your name be? Um, well, if they were skate hats, he could like combine those into one name, and he could be like skate hat scat man, <laughs> the scat man. Oh, but I'm thinking then I would actually scat. Oh, I could do that though. That could be how I talk, like shabba doo doo ba doop. I can't scat. I'm not even. Why not? I could actually see that happening in Overwatch too. I don't know. I haven't played enough Overwatch to know these things, but from what I've seen, I could kind of, yeah. Okay, actually, I do like that. Let's go, Scatman. I'm gonna spell it S K H A T. Probably good to spell it that way. Scatman. Definitely. Throw a hat. Okay. Well, I've just written all these down. I'm just gonna send them to Blizzard, and we'll see what happens. So, if you guys see any of your characters pop up, um. You know where they came from. Hey, Blizzard, right I'm, I'm just saying, maybe you should make a, you know, Overwatch press start edition, maybe. That'll sell yeah. really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, so many fans. Yeah, Top It'd sell at least win. four copies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two hours, yeah, but still. Yeah, I'd buy it. Mostly <laughs> Shannon, because it's got Ape Escape in it, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, guys, if you are listening, always send us in what you 
would choose as your Overwatch character, your power, and your name, uh, you can hit us up at Press Start AU. Or let us Let's know how m- bad ours are. Dude, ours are fantastic. Oh, ours right. are fantastic. I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I feel uh, like mine could have had more to it, but Fantasmo yeah. was Fantasmo. your name. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. Out of all the names, it's probably the most thought out. Yeah. Although Flipside is actually pretty good. Anyway. Let's move on. Let's move into some Nintendo news. Now, uh, hackers, the, the, or modders, is technically what they're, uh, what they're called, have jumped in uh, into the back end of the Nintendo Switch and have worked out some secrets. This is what they've been trying to do for a while now, and they've actually found something very interesting. There is actually an NES emulator already built in to the Switch, uh, and its code name is Flog. Um, Brody, do you think uh, do you think you could have come up with a better code name for that one? No, nope, I think it's perfect. <laughs> I think Fair it's enough. apt. It's to the point. It's uh, it's pretty much what I would have come up with. I think. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, now that you say that, it's actually very obvious. Um, yep. Medi, do you reckon there's a meaning behind that flog? Surely there has to be. I'm not sure about the meaning, but I'm not sure why they went with Nintendo Switch. I mean, flock that would have. It would have sold additional millions of units, don't you think? Like well, just a, yeah, around every true. street corner, now now in storage, Nintendo Flog. <laughs> Look, they could be doing a rebranding. Who knows? It could be the start of something entirely different that we didn't see coming. Um, but that is out. So you know, obviously, it's something that we knew that would probably be a feature in the future. So it is an already inbuilt into the Switch, which is quite interesting. So who knows when we'll actually see it released. Um, but it has always been something that we did know was coming. Um, speaking on uh, on the NES as well, there has been a ton of uh, fake mini NES classics getting out there on the internet. They, uh, they are Chinese-made knockoffs. They did arrive up on Alibaba and AliExpress, but they are uh, those listings have been removed. And we do have a good article up on the site that does have a video that actually shows these knockoffs off, and they are surprisingly pretty good. The box is pretty identical. Obviously, the, the Nintendo logo looks a little bit dodgy, but they do have the same like micro USB ports, the same um, classic controller connectors as well. Um, and, you know, the, in terms of the on-screen stuff, it's fairly similar. Obviously, though, once again, the quality, not as good. Well, what I thought I would ask you guys with this is, have you ever actually been tricked by uh, something that looked real good? Like, these knockoffs are pretty, pretty exact. Have you ever found yourself, Matt, you know, getting tricked by something that, and later on you're like, ah, oh, damn it, how did I fall for that? Um, well, first of all, uh, I was going to say that I was going to ruin everyone's fun and say that FLOG probably stands for Famicom MOG being that like oh, well, you know you the original nintendo was the famicom and did you, know, you log work is that like out by yourself we've moved on it. matt yeah well i Please. wasn't i wasn't asked for my opinion on this podcast so i just um, i just wanted to skim over that i'm sorry you could have injected and told everyone me anyway <laughs> anyway uh yes i've been hit by knockoffs in the past uh which did is you know they were knockoffs sorry <clears throat> did you know they were knockoffs uh Look, in some cases, I have known they were knockoffs, and I knew that I could buy it cheaper just for the sake of having something similar to it. Um, in other cases, no, I didn't, and I think that was when I was younger. Like there was one time I remember, 
seeing this cool action figure for this is going like a fair way back but does anyone remember the show gargoyles yeah yeah i had i wanted an action figure from the show gargoyles and my dad bought me one except it was from like a two dollar shop or something and i didn't realize (laughs) Um, cause I hadn't seen the figures in years. I thought, oh, it must be like old stock. And it like on the packet, it said, you know, push the button to make the sounds. And he had like a speaker looking thing in his chest. Anyway, when I, when I got the action figure, I tried to push the button and it turns out the button was just molded plastic to his body and there was no speaker and he never <laughs> made sound. So that's the one that sticks well, with me for the longest, but there has been like, you know, things in the meantime, but, you know, most of the time it's like, you know, you can normally spot something pretty fake um, by either like the price of it or, mm. you know, just by looking at the quality of it. So, yeah. Have you guys seen the pictures of this NES, like, on the website? Yeah. It's surprisingly like, accurate. Yeah, right? Like, I'm looking at them now. It's like... Is the um is the cord know. even still as short as what it was? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Haven't, haven't. You think they'd it. fix that? Maybe. Be, be the superior model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone starts getting that one instead, trading in yeah. their ones that they actually bought. Yeah. Stocks go back in. But I mean, like the other thing is, like it's it's a, it's Alibaba and AliExpress. I mean, do you long? Do you like actually yeah. expect, you know, legitimate consoles to be going on something like that? That's the know. thing you kind of gotta like take into account. Is yeah, that's true. You know, like. Nintendo has had trouble supplying these to a lot of retailers as it is, and you think like some site known for cheaper, uh, not legitimate goods is going to suddenly have them in stock? Mm. Haven't they simply stopped production on these now? Like I thought I read that a while yeah. back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like the funny is that this is the basically the closest thing you'll get to an actual mini NES considering there's no other way to get it unless it's second hand for for yeah yeah, it's ridiculous pricing yeah it is quite true yeah everything else is out of stock at the moment so and probably definitely never coming back so it is your only way in there so I guess if someone is looking for them then these knockoffs aren't too bad but don't take my word for it I'm not saying that at all (laughs) Just yeah, pictures this is look not good. an endorsement. <laughs> no, they did not give me fifty. Um, Matty, what about you? You guys like not gonna lie, you you guys uh, in in Europe are a little bit smarter than us. Have you uh, have you ever been taken by a knockoff, tricked a little bit, or? Um, yeah. O- overall, I do, uh, take a pretty good look at where I'm buying it, and if I'm buying it in person, you know, with the packaging looks like like that's all almost always the first hint at that you're buying a knockoff like there's this one little detail that doesn't make sense at least or the whole thing just looks nothing like it that's also a possibility Uh, i think years back yeah i i have been caught by it uh once or twice it was during the ps3 era like uh, controllers have always been expensive as hell so yeah. you, you always look at a more cheap, a cheaper option, and then you have like those eBay options, like okay, you have one for thirty instead of sixty. So you're like, okay, that sounds good. You know, the seller has okay feedback, and then I actually got the controllers in the mail, and I started playing. And I was like, wait, something is off. Like, 
as a gamer, you know, you've held enough controllers for your lifetime to really notice when something doesn't make sense. Mm. So I was looking at the paint finish, like the paint was peeling off, the buttons were, like the little symbols on the buttons were really inaccurate compared to other controllers and such. Like, it was, functionality-wise, it was an okay okay knockoff. Like, Mm. they would have to do, but, yeah, it was just, it was fake as hell once I started looking at the details but that's mostly my experience with knockoffs and yeah then maybe sometimes buying a movie and then somebody sells you a legal copy instead of a regular copy like that's happened to me as well fair enough Brody like everyone else has been well I hit my mic has been okay (laughs) have you what about you do you have a big yeah I've I've, I've fallen victim to the uh, the harsh realities of the internet um uh, not for a while though. Luckily, I um when I was younger, when video game trading posts were sort of the go on forums and stuff, like the old Pelgian ones and stuff like that. Mm. I bought the old um Game Boy Advance cartridge that wound up not being real and stuff like that. Damn. Obviously, it did the job, so I didn't really mind. And I've bought a couple of pairs of like knockoff Ray Bans and stuff, which I didn't realize were fake until they rocked up. But you mm. know, you live and you learn. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's true. I think, I'm trying to think of ones I had. I think the one that stands out and jumped in my mind when Matt was saying it, it was probably another toy thing. They were like these um, Power Ranger toys, but they were like extremely, extremely inaccurate. Like the colors weren't even correct. (laughs) And instead of like their Zoids being like dinosaurs, they were like trucks. They were all like just carrier trucks or something like really really weird and i remember my parents like bought it for me i'm like guys this isn't this isn't power rangers what what are you doing but i mean either way i still played them with them and they still you know satisfied my entertainment so that was okay as well um but not bad i was expecting to get someone be like oh god i bought a ps2 and it ended up being just a brick painted as one but no, no, none of those stories. Oh, the closest so. thing I ever had to that was like one time. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's how I first started playing Crash Team Racing. Is we were like, I was at at a market with Dad, and Dad's like, "Oh, look, these game PlayStation games are cheap," and I'm like, "I'm pretty sure they're fake," and he's like, "Don't worry, we have a chipped PlayStation," and that's how we got <laughs> Crash Team Racing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. What a cool. wholesome story. Yeah. God. So heartfelt. Family. Yeah. There's but now, if it comes out again, I will buy it legitimately. Very good. Yeah. And for legal reasons, that's why you said that. Thanks, yeah. Matt. Well, let's <laughs> move on to the next topic. Um, you know, this one is close to home for Brody and Matthew here. Melbourne Man has the world's largest games collection. Oh, my God. I thought it would be you, Matt, but it's not. <laughs> it's someone else. No. Oh, okay, cool. No. Nice. Brody, you actually wrote this one up. Can you give us a brief summary of what this is all about? Yeah, so basically, um, the guy's name is Joel Hopkins. He, well done, um, Joel. Uh, yeah, good work, Joel. Um, my understanding is he lives sort of in the suburbs of Melbourne somewhere. Um, and he, through his channel, Last Gamer, on YouTube, he's uh, amassed quite a collection of games, basically. And um, on, on his house, he's built a room specially for all his games and it's the size of a blockbuster if you've seen the um any of the video it's enormous yeah i'm just looking at the thumbnail now and it's lit i was like where is this place like surely yeah, it can't it's be like, his house but like yeah 
It's, it's built on. Who, I was going to say, you're yeah. actually right. It couldn't be me because I can't even afford a house, let alone a <laughs> gaming, you know, collection. Yeah. So. And I remember, yeah, I don't know good. how many is in the collection exactly, but um, like if you watch the video, it goes for like well over an hour and he just goes through console by console of like all the, not every game, but he shows you sort of on the shelf, like how many games he has for each and stuff like that. And it's staggering. Mm. It's so many. Like he's got complete collections of like PlayStation 2 US games, like like every single one that was released and stuff like that it's it's crazy i remember reading um that i think a couple of years ago maybe when it was counted because he's had the record for a while mm. um when it was counted he had like over seventeen thousand games or something like that so Jeez. obviously that number has only increased so it's probably well above twenty thousand now and um and like- yeah and like I've, i also read in part of doing this that um uh, there used to be in the cbd there used to be an arcade center called Flashback, which is closed down. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember it, but um, allegedly it existed. Um, and he's got a goal at the moment to recreate that uh, arcade center in his own house. And like oh, he's wow. build, building it onto his house. So, um, yeah, he's definitely into it, Big Joel. Yeah, geez. Good on you, Joel. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, that you guys you guys need to go. If you haven't seen this article or seen the video, head to the website pressstart.com.au, hit it up. I'm actually quite interested to watch it. What did you say, Brody? It's like an hour video. It's an hour twenty, I think. Jeez. God. That's But um so if you're interested long. in like what specifically he has for some consoles, I yeah. think he's got um timestamps throughout the whole thing so you can like skip through and stuff, so Oh, that's good. One thing I did notice is uh, I know I think we've got at least one hardcore PS Vita fan here. Vita, Vita, is that how you say Vita. it? Vita, that is how you say one, it. One one Vita fan here, and uh, this guy, despite having the largest collection of games in the world, probably has only about fifteen Vita games, and I just found that very funny. <laughs> Whoa, that's a complete collection. <laughs> that's everyone that was released. <laughs> oh, no, me. because there was someone on Twitter who uh. Because I, I I had a little jab at that point in the uh, article, mm. and there was person there was one person on Twitter who uh, took quite an exception to that, so I apologise to that person. Ah. Uh, the the Vita is a great console. You won't hear me say otherwise. On air. Well done, well done. Um, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. And most of these, like most of the stuff that he has now, is probably like. And it's not even just games. Like he's got yeah, he's got console. console. He's got like an Ultra sixty four, which is like a super rare sixty four console. Well, I can and see. And he's got like. He's got statuettes everywhere. He's got like like on top of a window or something. He's literally probably got every single Nintendo 64 that came out. Like the see-through ones, the Zelda one, the purple one, the black one. Yeah. Like, like you like, oh, like the oh the amount of money in that room just ah dude, and even the stuff that's like appreciated as well. Like, Mm. I I does it I don't oh I might have to watch a video, but hopefully it says like how much it actually is worth because that would be a buttload and hopefully it yeah, doesn't not, give I'm his address otherwise you know <laughs> yeah. he's in trouble hey guys, I'd love, I'd love, come to I'd, my house I'd love to be able to go in and sort of just walk around and look at it though like it'd be crazy I wonder if you guys as uh, press start um, ambassadors could get like a an exclusive a press a little start tour. tour maybe we should try I don't know we'll have to see we'll see if Shannon Joel probably if you're listening be, we'd probably have to be disinfected before we went in be like <laughs> go through like one of those games Decontamination chambers. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's interesting. We should try and hook it up. That would, that would actually be cool. Anyway, let me ask you this question then. This guy's got the biggest video games 
collection ever. Have you guys ever tried to collect something? Or have you collected something and you're proud of that collection? Medi, is that something that you have done before? Um, my proudest collection would probably be, at the moment, my film collection. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I think my problem. collection is about 900 plus at the moment. Whoa. That's a lot of films. That is a lot of films. So, yeah, and that is have... probably my proudest collection. You'd what what, fo- what format are we talking? Blu-ray. DVD, Blu-ray? Blu-ray. Just, just Blu-ray. Wow. wow. That is impressive then. And is, is it a nice... What's the catalog? Oh, God, I can't say that word now. Catalog. <laughs> what's it ranging from? Like, is it some classic um, movies in there, modern ones? Oh, uh, it's basically a bit of everything. Like, I've... The, the past two years, I've been doing a lot of classic... But they have also got the complete Marvel collection in there. A lot of um, nice. Disney, got a lot of that. Um, DC's always also complete. Like then, uh, but la- la- lately I've been buying more movies like Citizen Kane, Unforgiven, Outlaw Josie Wales, and such. And uh, we're starting the 4K section of it a bit. Well, you're doing um like a billion times better than me because I was gonna say I think the only thing that I've tried to collect and this was when I was a kid was rocks. So that is like a <laughs> hundred times better than mine. Brody, did have you done something like this? Have you collected something? Do you have something like Maddie? Um, not to that extent. No. Um, the only thing I've collected in recent memory is uh like I, I I'm a big fan of the game series Bioshock. Mm. And so I went through a phase of just like collecting everything I could get from that. So I've got like a like a dozen of like the figures and stuff, and nice a few of like the collectible statue things, and the, a little cool um not like a plush Big Daddy, but you know in like one of the trailers for Bioshock Two, I think it was the girl had like a little Big Daddy doll made of with like a baseball for a head. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone remembers. Like I got a cool oh, yeah, little was. replica of that. That's relatively hard to find now. So nice. pretty happy with that. But no, nah, I sort of tape it off. <laughs> had to, uh, you know, spend my money elsewhere. Unfortunately, ah, give it to fair. the government. That's fair. Maybe yeah. um, maybe you can ask Joel where he got his sweet like glass display cabinets from, and at least display the uh the bio. At least put it on display. I should. I yeah. should. Yeah, that'd be nice. Matt, what about you? I'm sure you got something weird. What I've, have you got? I I don't. I've jumped from like thing to thing over the years. You know, like start off as a kid, it was like Pokemon cards. Like oh, absolutely, big one. Cards, you know, um, all the kind of collectibles. Most recent kind of thing probably would have to be anything related to uh, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. Um, being, so good. Being my absolute like favorite game in the entire franchise is basically any time I see something relating to that. That's in a moderate price range. Like I don't go overboard and buy like everything you know that i that i see but you know if it's affordable then i'll i'll fork out for it i mean like you know at pax last year they had an action figure that was normally about 80 bucks and i I think it was like 55 at a retailer so i you know i bought that um while i was in japan i ended up buying the um you know the japanese version of the 64 game because it was pre-owned but it was like pristine um you know, like the collector's edition that came out on the on the 3DS. Um, the soundtrack was on eBay. It was a legitimate soundtrack you could only get through Club Nintendo, which I missed out on. 
Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, That's like cool. I've got a fair few items of that. You know, like there's also uh, when the game came out, you know, on the re- when it got re-released, um, there was a couple of um, t-shirts that came up on like the t-shirt sites. So you know, bought them as well. So yeah. Nice. That wasn't as weird as I thought. <laughs> I if Ewan was here, that. he could tell us about his uh, Star Wars uh, figures. Because oh, I know yeah. he collects those. And all his Lego. And he has a yeah, whole the Black downstairs. Series. Yeah. He has shelving. He's already half of Joel with his shelving with his he, stuff already. He practically has like his wealth for the next 50 years set up if he ever wanted to sell them. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. Not anyway, that, not that well, he would. Well, no, he definitely wouldn't. Not that he'll even listen to this. He's forgotten about <laughs> he didn't us. Didn't listen to the last one. Shade. So if you are listening to this, Ewan, you are a poo-poo head. Yeah, I said it. There we go. Anyway. We love you, baby boy. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move into the final topic before we end the podcast with what the wiki. It is back this time, but we got some console news. So very quickly, first of all, Xbox One news. Soon you will be able to give games to your friends on Xbox One. It is a feature that has been so requested over time that it has been finally hinted that it might actually be coming. There was a tweet on the 7th of July from Stephen K. Uh, he was asking, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Mike Ybarra? Ybarra, yeah, I think Ybarra, so. Like yeah. He goes, hey Mike, how far off are we from getting the ability to gift a new purchase for a friend? And Mike says, not far. Um, so we are maybe anticipating to hear a little bit of this maybe at next month at Gamescom. Um, but is anyone excited about this? No. Anyone, like, no? Matt, I know you're not an Xbox <laughs> fan. Medi, you're not really an Xbox fan either, are you? Who's that? No, I said Medi, but Brody, oh. I know that you jumped from PS, from Xbox to the... From Xbox? Yeah, that's all right, yeah. Brody. From Xbox to PlayStation. Does yeah. this tickle your fancy a little bit? Um... I can see the use of it, but it's probably not going to be any use to me. As it is, I already um sort of use the console sharing sort of thing with a friend anyway. So, mm. um, I was I didn't well, actually realize this was a thing. I was thinking this the other day. It would be good if you could do that on like PlayStation or whatnot. Like, yeah, no, you can't like on PlayStation. The, it's, it it's feels no like good. the inevitable. Like you can do it with most things these days, like electronic gift cards and all kinds of things. Like why not a game? Yeah. I mean, it's been a basic I'm, I'm sure it serves its purpose, years. and obviously it is very highly requested. But I don't know. I, I don't see the uh, the uh, the allure. I can always just give the disc to a friend. Obviously, true. But I mean, digital man is the way of the future. Oh, I know. I know. I think it works better <laughs> on PC because yeah, in PC true. you can always buy a lot of bundle games. You know, so you get and games are so much codes. cheaper on PC. Yeah, and like you with can Steam. you can send them to friends in a bundle, but consoles don't quite have that sort of you know, like they've tried to do it a couple of times but they just don't have that bundling of games together at a cheap rate so you know like it's a nice thing to you know gift it to someone you know far away or whatever that you have that's a friend but i think you know like until physical sales kind of start disappearing which i don't think will be for a little while um it's not as big as you know like what it is on pc so Mm. I wonder how it'll work if um you go to, for example, if I wanted to gift a uh, media game that's available in our region but not his. 
Uh, is um, there anything like that though? I feel like it'd be the opposite. Well, well, you know, whatever. It was an example, um, Matt. Like if if super hot came out here, but it wasn't out there yet, or something like that. I wonder how that would work. Yeah, I, f- I think there would maybe be a time a time lock on that. Like, um, say it comes out on July twentieth in Australia, and it comes out July twenty fifth here. That maybe the gift what wouldn't register till the twenty fifth. Fair, yeah, possibly. Who knows? Well, like I said, we're in the future. We might. We may have to out. find out at Gamescom. Oh, exactly. Oh my god, I'm gonna cough. <coughs> Oh, God, thanks for taking over, guys. Anyway, moving into the <laughs> next topic. So, the other one, PlayStation. Obviously, head-to-head head, head head all the time. But PlayStation has some news as well. There is, finally, a white PS4 Pro being announced. Slash, it has been announced. And it is beautiful. In celebration of Destiny 2, Sony is releasing a one-terabyte glacial white PS4 Pro bundle. You'll not only get this white PS4 Pro and a white DualShock but you also get a physical copy of Destiny 2 as well as some uh, exclusive digital content. I know that this probably tickles our fancy a little bit more. It is beautiful. You do need to go see the pictures of it on the website. Medi, you were saying the other day that, you know, who's got their beta codes for Destiny 2? Is this something that you're interested in? Will you go out and buy a white PS4 Pro? Um, Probably not. Like, it looks amazing, but there are two things like, I already have a PS4 Pro, obviously. But you can And too. yeah, I'm still saving up for my One X in November, ah. you know, so yeah, I can't really do both of those things, unfortunately. It does look fucking amazing, though. <laughs> bleep that, bleep that. Now, nah, we're allowed to swear now, so go for your life. Are we actually? Yeah, I, that's not an invite you to just start sure swearing. I've already <laughs> swore once on this, Brody. Did I? Yeah. I'll have to go back and uh, listen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway, continue, Maddie. No, but like, um, I, I have, I've seen a lot of times where a console comes out in new color, and I'm like, okay, it looks cool, but it doesn't really, yeah, invite, inv- it doesn't in- invite for me to buy a console all over again. Like Destiny is, hmm. I might be actually getting it for Xbox, and it's coming out on PC, so the bundle doesn't really do anything for me in that regard either. Like, I, yeah, I, I get the point of, like, the bundle and everything, but why can't it be, like, an iPhone where, you know, they announce a new console and it's like, here are some different colors. Like, easily, if this was up for grabs when I bought my PS4, then absolutely, I would have gone white. I always get, like, a white iPhone, and this one does look quite nice. I did buy a white uh, controller, but, um, yeah, I... Just maybe they should do that one time. Just bring out different color consoles when they release them, instead of doing this like halfway through thing. Yeah, like but you can't get a black Xbox anymore, for example. Like mm. you had a regular Xbox One, then you had a few variants, and also like very oftenly it's not that you get in another color. It's like oh, it's a different texture. Like here's mm. a black Xbox and here's a blue Forza Xbox with racing stripes. Like, give me a solid color, man. Come on. Yeah, that's fair. Matt, does this make you want to wanna rebuy a PlayStation? Or does this get you a little bit more intrigued into... Well, not intrigued, but excited for Destiny 2? Uh, I don't really care about Destiny 2, in all honesty. 
Um, That's okay. I, I lost interest opinion. in the first one after like the DLC and and everything. You know, I just kind of got mm. bored with it. Um, but I have been weighing up the pros and cons of buying a PS4 Pro, considering that my launch is like, I don't know. It feels like it's starting to slow down. Like loading times are getting longer. Um, you know, mm. every time I turn it on, it says it's rebuilding the database, which is quite a worrying thing for me. Um, so yeah, like I, I've looked at it and I've thought, you know what, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna buy a pro, if I'm gonna upgrade, I probably would get the white just for something different. Um, yeah, you know, like I, I had the silver PS2 and then like I had a PS3 slim and then like a super slim, but I didn't get a colored one. Um, so I feel maybe it'd be cool to, you know, get another colored console again, so... Nice. And Brody, I know you're a big Destiny fan. Are yes. You? Yeah, that is right. Yeah. I was like, just go with it, Jake. Um, <laughs> how excited are you then? Not only for Destiny uh, 2, but does this kind of go, oh my God, I can spill <laughs> myself buying a new uh, PlayStation? Oh my um, God. <laughs> obviously, I'm a, a thousand percent on board for the game, but um, as far as the console goes, I, I would have been like really into it if it was like sort of had some sort of subtle like destiny insignia or something like that oh that would have been nice like one of like the symbols like even like a nice little gold embossed thing on it or something like that uh, like a... the white ps4 for they did for the first one yeah or yeah and if it like or if it had like the iron banner like insignia on it or something like that something that made it like made it destiny related but wasn't so like uh, like obvious like it was subtle yeah yeah i would have been like really into that i'm already still weighing it up because i still have a launch ps4 and similar to matt mine's starting to chug a little bit as well yeah mine's um tough. so yeah I'll, I'll maybe i already i'm probably going to play the game on xbox anyway but um <gasps> blasphemy I, yeah i know but all my all my friends played on xbox join us bro um, join us <laughs> oh, oh maybe i'll get it on both you don't need friends brody come back to the playstation you're right. You're right. <laughs> God, so easily convinced. Yeah, I'll rub her arms. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let us finish off with some What the Wiki. How does that sound? I promise oh, I won't so be accused yeah. of cheating this time. Well, Shannon's not <laughs> playing, so I think he's going to be cheating. He's like, <laughs> guys, we haven't even started the game yet. And you're already having an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for those who are listening who have not heard what the wiki before, I don't have the description up, so I'm going to go off my head. It is the podcast game show where you, the contestants, and I'm saying you as my fellow podcasters, but at home you can play as well. It is the game where you must guess what game I am describing. I will describe it as the game with some description. Why am I keep saying describing? I don't know. Let's just play the game. You just have to guess the game, guys. First to two wins. Okay, sound good? We're calling out our names here. You are calling out the names. That okay, is your good. the rule. Your buzzer is your name. You must say your name first before okay. saying the game. Very good. Contestants, are you ready? Yes. 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 Nice. Here we go. The game is an upcoming action shooter video game based on a popular franchise. It is the fourth major installment of the franchise's series and the seventh overall, a sequel to the 2015 reboot of the series. It is under development by EA Dice in collaboration with Criterion Games Matt? and Motive Studio. Br- oh. oh, go, Matthew. Is it Battle f- Star Wars Battlefront 2? Matthew, it is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah, boy. You get... 
a mark Going on the with board. You. There's like so many shooters. I was like, I was gonna call out like COD or Battlefield, and I'm like, no, let's yeah, little more, little more. My head was swimming then. Well, here's another one for you guys. Are you ready? Yes. Yep. Nice. The game is an upcoming online-only multiplayer first-person shooter video game in development. Brody. Yes. Destiny 2? It is Destiny 2. Yay. <laughs> it, it could still be anyone's game. If many gets on the board, it will go to a tie-break round. Matt with one, Brody with one. Here is game number three. The game is an upcoming 3D platform video game developed and published by Nintendo Matt, for the Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Matthew? That is correct. You are the winner of What the Wiki this week. Damn straight. What a twist. Yeah. Well, it would have been nice if you guys let Medi win since he hadn't been on the podcast for a while, but hey. You know, Look, whatever. I, I could donate my points to him if I wanted. Can I? Let's do? go first to three. <laughs> I only have one game left. <laughs> I would have to look more up. No, that's fine. Matt, you win. I don't actually know who's winning overall. Part of me feels like we should just start the telly again. Because but we just and, restarted it. I know, but Ewan went away and he took the telly with him. Yeah, but it, I maybe, think but me and Matt are even. Isn't it? Yeah, like, I think <laughs> we've only just had like two rounds, so Brody and I have points. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. You guys. No, st- Stephen won around as well. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I, I, I think it was one, 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 and then I won that other one that was controversial. So I was in front, but now we're even again. So I think it's me and you on two, Stephen on one. What I'll do, my task for the next week will be to try and get the scoreboard off Ewan. Hey, Ewan, if you're listening, Ewan, <laughs> give Ewan, us the scores. Ewan, if you're listening. Go and listen to all the podcasts since we've started again because you have that time while you're traveling and tally up the scores for us and then tell us. Yeah, nice. He'll get that message for sure. Yeah. Anyway, guys, let's finish off what was episode 107 of the Startcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on your podcast service of choice. For example, iTunes or Podbean or podcast one we are now on as well which is fantastic uh, you can also join the conversation at press start au on any of our social media facebook twitter youtube instagram whatever else we are on or hashtag the Startcast as well uh i think that is all the things i have to list i'm going off the top of my head anyway i've been your host jake barros you can follow me on my instagram and on twitter at underscore jake barros and joining me today was none other than brody Yes, thank you. You can catch me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Wonderful. And we've also been joined by Medi. Hello, everyone. You can follow me at Medsatnan. And as of today, you can check out my new short film, American Roulette, through a link on Twitter. Until next time. Nice. I need to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. How long has that been up for? Uh, About a week. It premiered last Tuesday. Oh, nice. I'm going to watch it. Have you recently tweeted it? Uh, no, I'm tweeting it today. Like, last week was the official oh, premiere, right. and now I'm throwing it online, officially. Yes, do it. I'm going to watch nice. it for sure. Um, and we've also been joined by Matthew. Hey, guys. You can follow me on Instagram at MatthewVZ or my Twitter at MVZamari. Uh, I'd probably recommend my Instagram over Twitter because that's where the quality is. So, <laughs> are, you, are you ever going to make sure that your 
your handles are exactly the same or you're always going to just have different ones i prefer the difference because like the the insta as i said the instagram is the quality the twitter is just where i talk a lot of crap um so and variety is the spice of life yeah yeah what brody said yeah yeah wonderful well before you guys can talk any more shit let's end this bye guys thanks for listening goodbye Bye. bye